Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Haley. And this is How to Not Get Killed. You have, like, tears in your eyes. Like, I don't know. It was so... Like, it's funny because, well, Becky's stomach growled, like, right before she was going to start <laughs> saying the intro, which always throws us off a little bit, I don't even know though it happens, children. like, relatively frequently. Like, so frequently that, like, we shouldn't laugh. It's, I don't know. Like, we're your literal. stomach made a noise, and I thought it was my stomach. Like, you looked at me, like, you were like, no. oh, no, my stomach made a noise, and in my head I was like... Oh, that was her stomach. It was me. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It's not a growl like I'm hungry. It's a growl because we just ate so much delicious food. Yeah, and it's like heavy food that we yeah, are. Yeah, we got Wendy's breakfast and it was so good. But like we are now in like food comas. We're about to record. We're like, oh, what if we just took a nap? <laughs> yeah, like here's here's our official review of Wendy's breakfast. It is delicious. It's very good. Yeah very filling like very heavy like if you want a meal that's yeah. gonna like knock you on your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah get it's... the wendy's baconator breakfast combo <laughs> so that's what that sound was it was my body being like why <laughs> that's what it was it was just why? asking why <laughs> why so early <laughs> it's not early it's like ten thirty, but yeah. yeah so we're in food comas we're sleepy mm -hmm. i don't know we're just tired we're super ready for heaven's gate part two this is going to be a weird one. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't have been weird, but we're so tired and now we're just like, Ugh. okay. So I realized too that I need to do an on the fly recap. Yeah. I didn't write a recap. Normally I like do like a good point form and fly through it. Didn't do that. Zero preparation on my end. That's okay. You're usually the one that is prepared for a recap and I'm usually one that's like, because I don't do as many yeah. multi-parters. I'm like, oh yeah, recaps. And then just like on the fly. And then, then it's all out of order and stuff. But and I'm like, like oh yeah. And then I forgot that happened yeah. too. And then <laughs> It's true. It's happened. But you're, I feel like your on the fly ones are always like good. Oh, thank you. Like they, they're quick and they're like, yeah, we got this, this, this. <laughs> but yeah. So, okay. First of all, if you haven't listened to part one, you probably should, because it gives you all the background context of things. Yep. Um, so what did we cover? We covered Marshall's background, who is, like, the essentially main leader. Mm -hmm. We covered Bonnie's background, who is, like, the second leader, or in some people's eyes, the, the first leader, just kind of in the background. Yep. Um, what else did we cover? We kind of covered, like... A little bit of, like, the group's formation and, like, some of the patterns they had followed, like, in the beginning, like, going in and out of hiding for a little bit and stuff like that. A lot of Marshall's jobs he had held for short periods of times, his coming and goings with those jobs. What else? What else did we talk about? Um, let's see. I'm just, I'm scrolling through. Yeah, it was mainly just background stuff. And then we also talked about, um... Like Bonnie's passing and right. how that had like reshaped basically their entire doctrine of like how things were going to go down in order to make it to the next level. Yes. So that's, that's basically what happened in part one. So go listen to that because then that gives you the context of basically, I don't know, what their end goal is. Yeah. And how, how they originated, how they sort of like got people... Uh, believing in in their like doctrines and exactly. things like that and started their you know that started collecting members yes yes <laughs> and and it's funny because like i every everything i read and research and find like videos i watch like the numbers constantly vary 
on like how many followers they had at a certain point of time. Like okay. the the span of following they had was like everything I had read was like anywhere from like basically just the two of them to sometimes two hundred. Okay. Okay. The like final number is much smaller than two hundred, but just at any given time there was roughly about within a two hundred range. People okay. coming and going. Okay. Because there were periods where, like, they lost a lot of people. We'll get in. We'll get into that a little bit. Because we're just gonna dive into the the time period right after Bonnie's death now. Yeah. Because I said that kind of led to some more extreme views. Not, yes. Not even just the suicide views. The yeah. But like totally like total shifting of their yeah their beliefs. Yeah. All right. So let's just let's just do it. Let's, let's do just it. get into let's it. Dive right let's in. We're gonna do it. Okay. <clears throat> So sometime after Bonnie had passed, Marshall was kind of like, of course, like I said, scrambling and buying time to explain Bonnie's passing because it, like I said it in the in part one, it essentially just like went against everything that they had been preaching. Yeah. So um, just like maybe a little brief recap on like what their previous preaching was is that in order to get to the next level, they would like merely just ascend into the ship, like with their human bodies. Yes. And then they would just be like transferred into new forms once there. So essentially if it was successful, there wouldn't even be like a trace of their human existence left on earth. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the, the gist of it. But then when Bonnie passed and left her container behind, it was kind of this whole like, well, this kind of goes against what we're preaching here. Yeah, like her body's not supposed to it be here, to be explained. but it is. Like, so what? What yeah. happened? Did she not? Is she? Was she not transcending? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Was she not exactly? Who and like a lot they of, said they were. And like a lot of the understanding too at the time was that Bonnie had essentially already transformed, and that mm -hmm. she was like basically already a next level being, mm -hmm. just here in order to get more people to the next level yeah so it was even more confusing for them they were just kind of like this doesn't make sense yeah. like it's not adding up i mean it, it wouldn't add up you'd be very confused if you're being told one thing and then all of a sudden there's a body you're like ah, i don't know about this yeah so anyways he's just like basically rewriting the whole doctrine and trying to get things back on track um they because of this they kind of went underground again for a bit so they stopped doing like a lot of like public meetups trying like Essentially not, like, recruiting as much for this little period here. This whole occurrence did make them lose a good number of followers. Like, again, I couldn't really narrow down an exact number, but a lot of people were kind of like, you know what? No, I'm out. Mm. Some people are Makes sense. It's realizing. a pretty, like, if you, that was your entire world, I mean, that would be relatively earth-shattering for yeah. you. So I, I, I'm not surprised that some people just sort of, like, maybe, for lack of a better phrase, like, snapped out of it. And yeah. Or, like, oh... This isn't, exactly. this isn't real or this isn't what I thought it was, so I'm just going to leave. Yeah. It, it, was, it would be kind of like, you know how, like, there's, like, the people that believe, like, the earth is flat and then when they try to go and prove it, they end up accidentally proving that it's round? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're, like, the, you just see the look on their face and they're just, like, destroyed. <laughs> it would be like that. <laughs> Everything That's, I believe in is false. <laughs> I, I am ruined. <laughs> like... It, it it would it would jar you like I feel like that would just jar me too like I I don't know so anyways I get it they lost a good number of followers there. Um, this time period that I'm talking about too is like roughly from 1985 to about 92 to 4ish. It's like pretty vague of like what was going on in there. Like a lot of the stuff I'm pulling on that happened in this time period is just from survivors' experiences from the one documentary I watched. Is so. there a definitive year as to when Bonnie died? 
Yeah, it, that was um, 85. That was 85. Okay, yeah. so it's sort of just like from then From on. then okay, on, yeah. yeah. That's when it was like, okay, we've got this like roughly 10-year window of yeah. utter chaos and weirdness. It changes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, um, I don't know, Bonnie passed, yeah, about, this was about to 92, 94-ish. After being underground, they had resurfaced for a bit in roughly 92 to 94. This is when they went, like, public again to try and attract new members. Okay. Because they had lost a good chunk, and they're probably thinking, like, well, fuck. This sucks. We need a good group. And also, too, like, Marshall wants people to get to the next level. Like, in that span of time, he had come up with the suicide plan of... Now we actually need to, we need to eliminate our human containers yeah. in order to make it to the next. Like, it's just our souls that go on. Did did we talk about that in part one? I can't remember if I, like, no, went over the I think, new. I think you had talked about how, like, you, the change in doctrine, mm. and I think it was just sort of implied that. Um, about the physical form being left behind instead exactly. of being taken with you. But no, we didn't talk about anything about, like, the sort of the suicide plan. Okay. So mm-hmm. so it was, like, in that, like, 10-year period where he kind of did slowly start introducing the idea of, like, it, it wasn't presented as suicide. It no, was, I, I was going to yeah. say, they, it, he wouldn't have, no one would have seen it like that. No, no, none of them saw it like that. They no. saw it as being, like, very dedicated to the cause and doing what was necessary to get to the next level, like yeah. to reach the promise. Almost so. like an like the opposite of a suicide, almost like a plan to like help you live on in exactly. the way that you want to. Like this is the way you the way that you're it. being told that you can. Yeah. So he started just like introducing the idea that like the bodies are strictly just vehicles mm-hmm. for our souls. They won't come with us. So we have to remove them. So he came up with like a plan of how we would do it, but we kind of just need to wait for a sign was how it was left of like we'll we'll know when the time is right because we're gonna get a sign we're gonna get some kind of a message interesting okay we'll get a message all right from the next level basically Uh, yeah 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 all those people up there the beings the beings yes so and you know what here's the thing like we don't know about aliens like i I could see people believing this you know like you know how i feel about aliens exactly love them i know they're out there yes what's up guys but (laughs) what's up guys we want in (laughs) But it's, but it's just, uh, it's not, the, I think the thing with Heaven's Gate is that it's not aliens, it's just Marshall? Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> like, no, other than, like, Marshall's teachings, there's no, like, there's no proof for them. No. Like, I'd need something. I'd need some kind of a proof. Like, I'd need, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, anyone can walk around and say that they're a higher being or they're a god or whatever, and, like, there's always going to be people that will believe them. Yeah. And that's the the tricky yeah. part. Is that like if you're like hypothetically if you're a religious person, um like a lot of people have acknowledged like when Jesus Christ walked the earth and said that he was the son of God and a lot of people would have looked at him in the way people looked at Marshall and were like you're fucking that's crazy. You're, like, you're a lunatic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, so, um it's one of those things where I, like I'm not a super spiritual person, so I'm going to always be inclined to not Yeah believe stuff like this but i understand how if you're a spiritual person or you're religious how that if you truly believed in someone or something like this you you know how it would be something that you'd want to believe in that it would you'd want it to be real of course um if it sort of translated to something like again going on to a better place elevating getting on to the next level i honestly like every time you say it i'm like it just sounds like a a video game to me it does (laughs) Well, and that's, I feel like that's almost how, like, how it's presented, too, of, like, this is, like, stage one, like, this is, like, you know, 
child's play, and then, <laughs> then you're on to, like, the real big leagues. Like, so, yeah. In this whole period, though, of them trying to resurface and, and gain some new members, it didn't actually, like, work out that well. They didn't really, during that time period gain new followers per se but they did however reattract some previous members who had once left and now returned oh interesting okay yeah so man they'd like you get out and they suck, suck you, you back, back in, in. Oh. <laughs> darn every time <laughs> it does suck though because it's like fuck those people were out like and again like that I, is honestly upsetting it's yeah, very just upsetting. to know what happens but yeah Yeah, so, and I I don't know how many of these people, like, maybe had left again prior Mm -hmm. to things going down. Like, maybe some of them did end up making it out unscathed. I don't have that list, because I just want to leave everybody's names out of it other than Marshall's. Mm -hmm. So. But, okay, so during this time that they were on the more, like, underground side of things, this is when some members started experiencing more severe, sinister things. So remember when we talked about how they can't really have any, like, human urges of any kind? Yeah. So Marshall's grieving. He's experiencing his own humanistic feelings. Like, he's going through the motions. Mm -hmm. But then we also had some other male members who were struggling with their own physical urges. Mm -hmm. They would bring it forward to Marshall for guidance and support on, like, how to navigate the situations and essentially rid themselves of the urges. So it somehow became suggested that castration was a surefire way to solve this issue. Okay. That's the part I always forget about whenever I'm like talking about Heaven's Gate. It's like Me too. You always forget that this was part of it. Yep. So, and it's not, okay. <laughs> so one of the group members um, was actually previously, she was either a nurse or essentially some kind of like, surgical assistant okay trigger warning this is not nice to hear but yeah like we're already wincing we're like looking at each other i'm reading it my eyes are like closed (laughs) (laughs) so she was basically assigned to be the person to perform the castrations Mm -hmm. so one person had been i i think this person volunteered to go first if i remember correctly from the documentary or it was kind of like a everyone put their name in a hat and picked. It was like nobody wanted to go first. I think it was just kind of like a fuck. Somebody has to. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we got to do this. Somebody test this somebody shit has out. To. But you can bet your ass, Marshall didn't go first. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did not. No, no, he did. He did get castrated though. Did he really? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does. He don't worry. He he gets strong it too. <laughs> convictions. That yeah. man. Well, and that that is kind of like the whole debate is like. Was he experiencing, like, an actual delusion and just needed, like, a doctor? Mm-hmm. Or was he evil? Like, there's still debate about it. Yeah, of course. Like, did, did he know what he was doing? Or did he truly believe he was a higher being and, and was experiencing, like you and said, a delusion? It's um, And I feel like when it comes to, like, cults, I'm usually... I'm usually pretty decisive. I know I'm not, like, the the end-all, me-all deciding person. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know when you watch something you're like... For example, when I watch any of, like, the Nexium stuff... If you're at all familiar with that cult. I haven't, like, gotten into yeah. it. I know generally about it, but I just, I feel like I've held off. Either yeah. to, like... It's heavy. Either because I know you you had said maybe you were going to cover oh, yes. it. So I was like, That'll maybe like I'll just part. wait. But, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's also, I know how dark yeah. it is. But it's like, okay, so for example, that one, I'm able to look at that and conclusively go, that's an evil person. It's an evil person, yeah, for sure. With some delusions, for sure, you'd you'd have to be 
on a delusional (laughs) standpoint to be in that space. But so this is one of those things where it's like, was Marshall crazy Mm -hmm. or was he evil? Yeah. Anyways. But so anyways, the first person went, it didn't go well, obviously. (laughs) Are you surprised? Not even in the slightest. Um, No. Yeah. I mean, like you had one, you said she was a nurse? Nurse or surgical assistant. Surgical assistant. Yeah. Like, not like like a formal doctor with, like, I think actual hands-on experience. Yeah. Just, like, maybe has seen enough. But has been in surgeries and things like that. So, but even if she was an expert, like, you have one person. Yeah. So, some of the former members speak out in the documentary about, like, this happening. Because they they were all in, like, a room basically watching. Like, it was, like, a ceremony. Yeah. Essentially. I keep saying essentially. I think that's my Uh, word of the day. Ah, it's yeah, essential. It's essential. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm not going to stop saying it. It's probably only going to get worse now that I've pointed it out. <laughs> and I'm like looking at a, sen- a sentence and there's literally essential. <laughs> of course. So all they had used was local anesthetic because that's all they could get their hands on. And they oh, thought it would be enough. Yeah. So it's just, you know, when you go to the dentist and you're like, we're going to use local anesthetic. You're like, great. But then you feel fucking everything. I've only ever had it once. And I didn't feel anything. No, that's a lie. I've had it twice. Just once, only once at the dentist. Um, other than like, I mean, I obviously felt the the needle. That part's well, fucking I mean, ridiculous. I, I mean, I um, don't have a dick, but getting a needle on the tip of my dick, I'd probably be like, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I feel like um, even though, like I said, my experience with local anesthetics ha- have worked, but um, just that area anatomically like just all of the nerve endings and like i don't think the sensitivity I, I i can't imagine that would have been enough yeah so it didn't go well they ended up having to take this person to a real hospital to seek proper medical care wow okay i'm glad they did that i thought so they, they would rather let someone die than like i know <laughs> and like so w- when the documentary started going that way and i was like i know where this is going i just really hope they don't say that this person died for this because yeah that would just like i i think i'd just stop well, I, I mean, would just be like, no, that's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, suicide pact is one thing, but like you died in the middle of getting your balls chopped off. Right? Like, like it's just not the way you want to go. No, no. Like, absolutely no. I don't have testicles and I can't even imagine it. Probably is just the fucking worst. Yeah. A- any guy listening to this right now is probably just like, just like turn this off. Like, like, yeah, like about to <laughs> just <faint. throwing> up. <laughs> I also just want to add just very small side note that like there has been a lot like... There's starting to be a lot of research done on chemical castration with, like, pedophiles and yeah. um, sex offenders and things like that. It's entirely yeah. inconclusive. Hmm. Like, it's – it's there's possibilities, but, like, it, at this point in time, and we're talking yeah. – you're talking about the 90s, like yeah. – in 2023 it's still very inconclusive yeah. like it's in On its very early it actually... stages so the fact that they were doing this to try and like stop these urges was just completely baseless at, it was at just kind of like, like it was just like a work let's chop them off total shot in the dark yeah. and it's sort of like and we're risking everything well and that's the thing it's like <laughs> not to not to compare humans to dogs but i'm gonna <laughs> like for example oscar doesn't have his nuts he does not have them you want to know what he still does humps <laughs> <laughs> He still gets his little puppy dog urges. It happens. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So I don't know if that's not enough proof for you. <laughs> I don't know. I know so many dogs that have been fixed. They've had them removed. It's supposed to resolve the behavior. Can't sometimes, stop one stop. Sometimes you know, like, it worsens it. I've seen that yeah, with dogs. Yeah. Thankfully, Oscar's pretty, like, chill. The only time he ever does it is if, like, Drew comes to, like, tickle me. He'll grab Drew's leg. And he's just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> not attacking my mama today. <laughs> 
It's actually quite funny. I love that that's his, like, way of protecting yeah. you. Yeah, or Allie. Whenever Allie comes I over, just she's say, bait for him. He just wants <laughs> he her. He sees her, walks in, and he's like, those legs are ready. Yeah. <laughs> ready for my little puppy thrusts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyways, any, back to more serious, way more serious stuff. But this individual did survive, thank frickin' goodness. Yeah. Also, like, I can't yeah. imagine how fucking petrified they were, though. Like, I don't even want to, like, I just, I, 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 I don't can't, even yeah, yeah, I can't picture it too vividly. No. I won't make it through. So after that whole situation went down, they kind of decided, yeah, you know what? Let's still go ahead with the castrations, but we just probably shouldn't because do them Because the ourselves. first one went so well. So well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but all it did was confirm for them that, like, we should do this. We just have to do them professionally. Meaning what? So what they did was... They they went and got them done in proper medical settings, like made appointments with doctors who would do it for them. I guess, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just ignorant. I didn't realize that, like, I don't know. You could do that. I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't yeah. know. I should have looked into it. I don't know the legality behind it. I don't know if you can just walk in because. Uh, like, I know, for example, as a woman, if you and I walked into a doctor's office right now and either one of us, especially being the age that we are, if either of us asked for, like, a total hysterectomy, we'd be laughed out of there and told absolutely not. You can't, you can't have that. Well, and I guess I just thought that, that procedures that extreme, like, required a lot of um, approval and, like, time, like, mainly yeah. in, in terms of, like, making sure That's that you're I not too. making this decision just on a whim, um, getting, like, multiple professional opinions yeah. um, and support from different – you know what I mean? Like, I, I just – didn't know you could just walk in somewhere and be like, I know, lop them off. At the castration store. I know. At the castration <laughs> station. You just go right in. And castration station. Pick your knife. Yeah. We're going back there. So, yeah, I don't I don't know, um, like, how the process behind that, like, no one has really covered that side of things. I'll, I'll look into it. We will do, like, a little update. But I my assumption is that the only reason why they were probably able to get them done, like, in a relatively quick manner was they probably used like for religious reasons because it's one of those things mm -hmm. where when you do any kind of like medical thing and you say oh it's for religious reasons like a medical professional can't actually argue you okay they, they kind of have to if you're able to like prove your religious reasons require something you they do it mm -hmm. at least that's kind of the thing here in canada it's probably the same in the u.s like Okay, yeah, I guess it, yeah, I guess that's, that would make that's them, my that's just that me would assuming. Make the most sense, I guess. That's like, just my for assumption. Them being able to get it done that quickly. Yeah. All right. Well, There's, it happened. It happened. So it wasn't entirely actually like a full enforcement or mandatory per se. It was more so you did this to show your level of commitment to the group. Mhm. Mm and if you really wanted to rid yourself of urges, like it was just your way of Proving to the group that you were dedicated, that you weren't going to be the person that slowed down the process of getting to the next level. Like, it was just, yeah, no one no one had a gun to their head and was like, you have to do this. It was like, we're doing this. You're, you're either in or you're, you're out. Yeah. Um, some people did choose to not castrate and then still, like, went along with the rest of activities. Um, I can't, I don't think there's any kind of list. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any kind of, like, a list at the end of, like, who was castrated and who wasn't. But anyways, I think the total number of people at the time that had stepped forward to get the castration and show their dedication to the group was about eight people. Okay. Okay. Which is still, in my opinion, eight too many. 
Well, of course. Yeah, no, but I wasn't sure if you were going to say like 50 or something. Like, no. Imagine, like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Eight people, though. That's mm. still, yeah, that's still quite a big that's, number. Yeah. Like, yeah. out of the, I think at the time, this is when they had about 40 members. Mm-hmm. Majority of those being women. So, okay. Okay. Like, I think over 20 at the time was women, and then the rest were men. Um, so maybe we're looking at about like half the men that were in there. Yeah. Got this done. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So little segue now. So in the first episode, I said I would talk a bit more about some of the guidelines and like the behavioral rules per se that they had to live by. These were called the 17 steps and they were all phrased in questions. And like the intention is essentially (laughs) to have the member like reflect on each of these questions and correct their behavior if it isn't in line with what's expected. I'm going to read out the 17 guidelines because they're just like very specific and very, yeah, I guess just specifically worded. Okay. Um, yeah, these guidelines are also on their actual website and the date at the top is as early as November 1976, which was actually like extremely early on into the group's development. Yeah. Okay, so here's the questions. I'll just plow through them. If you want to jump in on any of them, we can discuss them. But so number one, can you follow instructions without adding your own interpretation? The person would reflect. And it's kind of like implied, like what was good and bad. So it was like, if you knew you're responding to that question in your head in a bad way, yeah. correct the behavior. Right. So two, can you deliver instructions as you receive them or do they change according to your computer? Your own mental process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just figured I'd add that in for anybody who isn't a computer. Yeah. <laughs> We're, not. We're not. We're <laughs> not. No, Haley. <laughs> We're not celestial beings. (laughs) All right. Do you participate in inconsiderate conversation, polluting the ears of others while you and your partner work things out? Remember, everyone's like paired off. Everyone has like someone they do activities with, but it's not like a sexual partnership. It's just like groups. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Four. Are you physically clumsy, breaking things because you handle them too harshly or carelessly? Yes. I am very clumsy. <laughs> I I'm not be like, in. Man, being clumsy is a sin. Yes. Wow, we're all Haley. You're fucked. fucked. <laughs> Do you halfway complete a task because of your poor standard of what is thorough? I feel like that is okay. such a fucking sharp question. <laughs> like, me like I feel attacked. I feel personally victimized <laughs> by this. <question. laughs> like, yeah, of course I halfway complete. What are you tasks. trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> What are you saying as my podcast notes are not fully done? (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) Number six, do you put off tasks dash procrastinate? Okay. Yes. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Are your patterns of cleanliness, sensitivity, gentleness, etc. consistent or are they good only when spotlighted? Only when spotlighted. <laughs> Only when I've get, got guests coming over. I was over. Really like, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, people are coming over. I'm cleaning the house. I'm cleaning. Yeah. Anyone's not coming over? Garbage and shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number eight. Do you use more of something than is adequate? In brackets. For example, excessively high cooking flame, more toothpaste than necessary, etc. Question mark. <laughs> more toothpaste than necessary and here you know what when when the first time i read that i was like 
Man, I am honestly such a fucking glutton when it comes to toothpaste. <laughs> I'm one of those people like, <laughs> Drew will put like the regular like dab amount and I'm like, <laughs> like squirting it on because yeah. I like when it gets all frothy. You're out, Becky. Out. You're out all of, these of the I've club. Like, yeah, no, I do that. Yeah. I, I can't be in. <laughs> yeah, the procrastinating you could fix, but the toothpaste, nuh-uh. No, I'm the deal breaker. not going to fix the procrastinating. I think we both know that. <laughs> it's just, I'm organized. I'm going to keep procrastinating though. Number nine, do you go from one extreme to another as from overeating to undereating, etc.? That's a question. So they're saying like yo-yo dieting is not yep. allowed. No, they're against diet culture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I support. That's I am also right. against diet culture. <laughs> You're in it. I, yeah, here, I found my people. <laughs> too oh bad God. I missed them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're just born a little bit too late. Rumors have it there are still active people oh it's rumors though oh. like it is rumors oh guys hit us there, up. and there is still two people that are original members that are here and active and they're maintaining the website interesting they get to be the people that will like essentially pass organically and make it to the next level that way that's a whole other thing okay we'll get to that not really there's nothing there's no updates from them like i've looked it's just kind of really? they, they really stay out of the spotlight Huh. There's a, it's hard to find information about these two individuals. That's all I've heard is just there's two of them. They upkeep the website Whoa. and they're just going to make it at some point. They're the new Bonnie and Marshall. <sighs> I don't know. So number 10, this is a long one. It's like a multi-question. <clears throat> so let's get, let's get into the number 10 here. Are you sensitive when approaching another individual about something you want to discuss? Do you permit that individual the choice to continue what he is doing? Or do you force him to drop it in order to give attention to you? Do you stop and check? Or do you assume that what is on your mind is more important than what is on theirs? Brackets. Know the difference between your relationship with your teachers and your fellow classmates in this regard. This is a very loaded Holy question slash behavioral guideline about... Did Marshall write this, like, on a day where, like, someone came and bothered him while he was, like, digging I'm gonna something and then was just straight up like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Rule number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Respect. <laughs> like, Alan just came up and started talking to me while I was in the middle of something and he assumed and that... he is not going to make it. <laughs> his time is more important than yeah. mine. <laughs> Uh, so that that's a big one. I mean, it's also like, yeah, sure. If you if you you're asking people to like basically maintain like courteousness in a conversation, sure. Yeah, like literally, but this all, is so the forty seven words in that phrase could have just been like, be courteous. Yeah, have respectful conversation. <laughs> Are you courteous? <laughs> yes. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Eleven. Not as long as number ten. Thank goodness. Oh God. Thanks. Do you? Do you needlessly ask a question when the answer is obvious or a moment of silent um, observation would quickly reveal the answer? <laughs> Honestly, this is my favorite question because I feel like I know people like this where they'll just fucking keep railing off stuff. And I'm like, if you just waited, so, you would have yeah. the answer. This one maybe makes sense. This one, sure. this one is also on the same day that Alan went in and bugged him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like needlessly asking questions fuck you <laughs> it's like hey marshall where's the shovel and he's like holding it <laughs> just staring at him holding the shovel like <laughs> maybe a maybe another moment of observation would have answered your own question alan <laughs> 
I really hope there wasn't like a member named Alan and people think we're like, I know, honestly, I'm just assuming it. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Question 12. Are you pushy, aggressive, interfering, or demanding in any way? Yeah. You know what? Those are bad qualities. Yeah. Those can be on the list. That's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 13. Has familiarity caused you to become so relaxed with your partners or others that your actions or words don't hold enough restraint? Uh, I feel like it's... Okay. Like, you're too comfortable with them? Is yes. that kind of what it's saying? Basically. Okay. At least that's how I understood it as well, was yeah. like, you're just... Okay. Yeah. Number 14. Are you gentle, simple, cautious, and thoughtfully restrained in your steps and all other physical actions or words? So basically just exist very quietly and gently. Be simple. Just be a simple, simple person. <laughs> be a simpleton. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Number 15, have you outgrown defensiveness and its flip side martyrdom? I can never say that word either, but. Oh, you said it. You said it. Oh, I did? Okay. Yeah, you did. I always worry. It's one of those ones where I'm like, oh. but. Um, wait, sorry. What was the first part? Have you outgrown defensiveness? Defensiveness. And then on the flip side. No, I have. I mean, I have not. No. I, th- I think. <laughs> defensive I think, as fuck. Same. I was just going to say, I think we can both confidently say, like, we're very defensive yeah. people. I don't know what it is. Like, Drew will ask me, like, a regular question and I'll just be like, why? Hmm? Why? Why why do you want to know about that? Why do you want to know? And he's just like, like, why are you screaming? All right, 13. Can you understand and review in your mind all the ways in which members of the next level are sensitive? If you can, you have no excuse for not working on improving in these areas at all times. So basically that one just means like you have to constantly be asking yourself, what you think the next level beings are expecting of you, what they're sensitive to, what they like deem to be good behavior. Mm-hmm. And if you're able of thinking of those things, then you don't have a reason for not working on them. Okay. I can actually relate this to like a regular thing where it's like the whole idea of being self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think like that's kind of what it yeah. stemmed from probably I, this it question. stemmed from there. Stemmed from there. <laughs> But, like, that, and that is the thing. I do agree. Like, yeah, if you're aware that, like, you are a shitty person, there's no reason for you to not work on yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm in this circumstance. No, you don't need to go <laughs> and do anything at all to get to the next level. You're fine the way you are. Don't do anything extreme. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, Number... certainly don't cut off your private parts. No. But you know what? You know to what? each his own. It's everyone's going to make their own choices, you know? Number 17 and the final one. When your teachers have asked someone to do a task and it relates to you, do you treat that task and its deliverers with as much respect as you would if it came directly from your teachers? They're very loaded. Like, just, yeah. It's a little bit convoluted. I mean, yeah, like it's, it's, I feel like it's just like another roundabout way of being like, it's, just respect people that are like doing something for you. Yeah. Like they're basically saying like, if the teachers ask someone to do something, will you respect them enough as if it was your teachers doing it themselves? Like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's no, weird. It's if it's weird. not the teachers, I'm going to fucking shit all over yeah, them. No, I'm going to flip them off <laughs> and throw feces at them. Like, no, like. Huh. Also, who are the teachers? Is that just Marshall? Marshall and Bonnie. Marshall and Bonnie, but yeah. Bonnie's gone now. So it's like just Marshall, basically. Yeah. Okay. But like, remember, the rules were written, written like with Bonnie. Yes. So yeah, she yeah, had a yeah. play in this. Like, 
Yeah. And like people still view her even after passing as like one of mm -hmm. their leaders. So obviously you can kind of get the picture that things were very and intentionally strict. Each question is worded very carefully to imply that one way is bad and the other way is good. And mm -hmm. you better make sure you're doing what's in line with the good view. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to include that to just like paint a good picture of like what a rigid and almost like absent life these people were just like put through. Yeah. All on like this, I don't know. Very, and, yeah. And I think like as we went through and we talked about where we're like, okay, well that one kind of makes sense. That's just a general like be nice to everyone and whatever, yeah. you know. And then some of the other ones were like, okay, that's a bit weird. Be more subservient. But I think because <laughs> okay. they're not all so extreme and out there and they it's, don't all go against, like completely against human nature. Exactly. It's easier to see why some people were like, okay, like these make sense. Exactly. If you're in it, you know what if I mean? You're if you're it. like part of the group and they're saying these are the rules yeah. and you're like, yeah, I think I can go along with those. This one I have a little, well, but like I'll work on that I'll one on and it. that one. And yeah. then the other ones, I, I think I can do that. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. And, I, and that's the thing. It's like, here we are laughing because it's like, yeah, when we read it as outsiders, it's like, it seems absurd to us. But mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like if you're in it, it wouldn't have felt, it wouldn't have felt extreme. You're no, already on their so. belief system. Like you already believe what's happening. So it wouldn't be that much of a stretch to be like, okay, there are things I'm going to have to change about myself if I do want to proceed. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, I don't know. It just, I, I, I get it. I understand why some people were like, I'm in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So now we're kind of in like the summer of 95 where this huge announcement about this upcoming comet that was set to appear, the comet Hale-Bopp, it was all over the news. This is what put into action the suicide plan. Right. This was their sign. Okay. This was the news that they were waiting for. Hale-Bopp was their sign? Hale-Bopp. Yeah. At first, like, everything I had read, like, about Hale-Bopp, I was just like, that's a funny name. But then when I, like, looked into the actual comet itself, it's the two discoverers. It's both of their last names, Hale and Bop. It's also my new nickname. Hale-Bopp. <laughs> I know. It is your, it's your new, <laughs> it's your new nickname. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because when you were like this was a sign and i'm like is she gonna say like Haley's comet or something but then it's like no it's Hale i should have just said that it's, it's, you know what close it. it's close enough it's close it's enough close but better yes Hale Bob. <laughs> i'm gonna yeah i like it so anyways this is what like put everything into action it um yeah so uh, i don't that's that doesn't belong there i'm like reading this section that I don't even know what the hell happened there. It's just not, that doesn't belong there. <laughs> okay. So anyways, this announcement of this comet sparked Marshall to, it, he either truly did believe or just at the very worst convinced his followers to believe that there was this alien spacecraft that was being sent to them that was trailing behind the comet and that this was the opportunity. Okay. To advance to the next level. So they set the plan in motion for the date that the comet was supposed to be, like, passing through. That's when the, that's when the ship would be behind the comet and we'd, we'd get there. And they'd beam you up. Yes. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> so, and I actually think, if I remember reading correctly, the actual comet ended up arriving later than what it was originally announced for oh no! if i remember correctly but please do not take that as fact i remember it being like it ended up showing up in like july or something maybe i read that wrong but like okay 
and things go down in March. And that's when it was, like, originally projected to happen, where it was like, oh, this is the, the mm. date that it's passing. Okay. And, I mean, remember, like, 95, like, this is, like, really, like, pre-internet, like, very early yeah. internet days, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's, like, like, I'm trying to remember when the internet went online, like, for, like, the the general public. The I want to say it was, like, 97 or something, maybe. Like, yeah. this might be, like... I think it was maybe, like... Or it could have been right 95 on that or cusp, right? Where because it's not like you can just be, like, oh, like, there's an update on my weather app, and actually it's going to be next Thursday. Exactly. Like, it's just... It took a while for news to get out. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> they And they were, like, the group itself was on, like, the very forefront of technology and the internet okay they they really utilized i don't really cover it too too much but we can just chat about it now like a lot of the ways that they after coming out of being like in hiding they switched to basically just essentially an online only way of recruitment that's when they built Mm. their website okay put all their like teachings and stuff on there you can still go look like Mm -hmm. you gotta check this website out Mm -hmm. it's like exactly what you would picture not only a website from the 90s to look like yeah (laughs) Yeah. but also a heaven's gate website it's like exactly what you're imagining so everything's on there and that's what they would use to get their word out so they were very like most of the people that were in their group were in IT. Like, that was their okay. profession. Okay. So, they were, like, really, I don't know, advanced in sense of internet usage. Yeah. More so than others okay. at the time. But, okay, where... Here we go. So, we're going to move forward a bit to October of 1996. We're kind of... Not a lot happened from, like, the discovery of the comet to initiating the plan it was just kind of like we know when it's coming now so basically everything is just prep work now Mm -hmm. so what they had done in october of 96 they rented out a mansion in rancho santa fe california and just over the next few months began slowly setting the motion into or sorry setting the plan into motion over the course of the next few months the group of about roughly 40 at this time like i think one or two had essentially dropped out before the final experience but so it was about 40 what they had done was they videotaped exit statements oh remember i was saying how like in the first episode some people got closure Mm. like some family members received right a degree of closure so in these videos the members all apparently seemed pretty optimistic and excited about their ascension sort of just like giggling and laughing out of excitement and even explaining in the videos that they understood that their human body deaths would likely be misinterpreted by everyone else as mm-hmm. either dramatic or irrational. Just kind of explaining, like, we want to be doing this. Like, yeah. By by all accounts, like, I, in the one documentary, I think they only played, like, a really short clip of the one woman's exit tape. Because it was her family that was speaking out, so they probably just, like, approved the rights to share it. But it did just look like a regular video. Like, yeah. it was just, like... Not like someone was sitting there with like a gun seem, to their head. Like it was like, it no, seemed, I'm doing it this. It seemed sincere. Yeah, on my own free will. Unfortunately, yeah. It just seemed very sincere, which is like, I think the saddest part. In yeah, my oh, absolutely. Opinion. Like I can't imagine being a family member watching that and just you know. wanting to shake them and being like, are you kidding me? Like, wait, like, wake up. <laughs> like, yeah. What's going on here? Like, this can't be true. So it's very sad watching like the families like share those moments and be like, we, we got closure, but it doesn't really doesn't really change no. anything. If anything, no. it makes it a little harder. Like, 
So closer and closer to the, the dates, it's noted that a few of the members who maintained regular jobs had all made like kind of quiet gestures of their departure. Something I wasn't entirely sure on in like everything I had researched, there was like no definitive statement. Like they were very open about being in this group with outsiders. Like they would try to talk and be like, this is what I do. Like I'm part of this group and open about it. But I don't know if they were open about the suicide plan. I don't know if that's something they talked about publicly mm-hmm. because like, I-, I think that was something they held back. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it would make sense logically to not be, like, preaching that, one, because you don't want to draw attention in a way of, like, is someone going to try come and try and stop us? And, two, if you're going to recruit new people, even if you were someone who was, like, an original member of this group, you believed in this plan wholeheartedly, you still might realize that, like, this might not be the first thing to say to recruit new members. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might be, like talking about their doctrines, talking about their beliefs or their environment yeah. or something like that or what it's done for them or how it's changed their lives Yeah. Um, to try and, like, sort of, like, lure people in yeah. or entice them. And yeah. then it's like, okay, once you're trusted and you're in the group, then we'll tell you about this plan. Like, that would make the most sense yeah. logically to and me. And that's what I was thinking, too, is, like, I, I doubt that they did advertise it but at the same time like every, by all accounts they were all pretty public about yeah being in the group in general so that's why i was like yeah. did they talk about it like how come no one stopped it like all it would take was one person like it's fucking alan comes home and he's like hey guys i tried to recruit a new member but i, I told them about our suicide plan they fucking freaked out and yeah. ran away and like the cops are on the way. <laughs> maybe that's not the way <laughs> like so come on alan <laughs> come on alan <laughs> this guy's really taking the brunt out of yeah, our jokes it like, doesn't even exist <laughs> he doesn't like, want to come up with another name and then risk that also being a member of the group also, and i'm like oh, we'll i swear guys alan. i haven't researched this i don't no, know their names i and i don't know if there's an alan we're just there's no alan okay <laughs> so like one of the members had said to his employer that he was going to go away on some monastery business and then another had like gifted this bolo tie to his boss that had an image of an alien on it that i guess his boss had always been like i like your tie like it's cool okay so he like gifted that and was like i won't need it soon right okay so i'm going away for a while yeah i'm going on a trip so things like that started happening and like employers like recall being like yeah like i i worked with this person they were very dedicated to their group and had made comments like so much so to apparently give their lives like but that's what i mean but like i don't know if they were like openly talking about this at work because i feel like if i overheard a coworker being like yeah so on like march 19th i'm i'm fucking out like i'm out of here i'd probably be like hey do you want to talk like yeah do we need to go over something here i'm concerned (laughs) so anyways that's the exit videos and their kind of closures and whatnot. So the day before the suicide process began, the whole group of, at the time, 39 members had gone out for dinner. Okay. They had, like, called ahead, because this is 39 people. That's a, that's a good... It's a lot, yeah. That takes up... Sometimes that's even more than what a restaurant can seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they had called ahead and pre-ordered identical meals for everybody. House salad with tomato vinaigrette, turkey pot pie, blueberry cheesecake for dessert, and an iced tea. Okay. They all showed up wearing the exact same clothes, mm-hmm. exact same haircuts, sat down. Like, I, I, in the one podcast I had listened to, they had talked about how, like, a, a, like a waitress had later on, like, said, like, they served them. They seemed like a 
odd group, but like not odd enough to be like tomorrow they're doing this. I was just going to say, imagine you being that server, like one of the servers that served the Heaven's Gate. The day before. The day before. Yeah. Like you, like you basically, you serve them their their last meal. meal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the restaurant later claims that for whatever reason, I'm I'm wondering if it's maybe just like the iced tea refills or something, but the group had apparently gone through more lemon wedges in one meal than the restaurant normally used an entire day. <laughs> it was just like something that was noted. So I was like, why? I'm going to include this. I don't know why I think it's interesting. They probably were just like, more iced tea and lemon wedges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extra lemon. <laughs> Extra lemon. Maybe they believed lemon had some sort of like healing yeah and gave them some sort of power or we'll never know prepped them for the ascension i don't know who knows there was no other notes other than that on on that side of things so and then i did want to include this because it was just included in all of the research i did the bill came to 351 dollars they left a 52 dollar tip which was about 15 percent. so at the time that would have actually been pretty high because i don't think 15% 15% became normal in Canada until, like, I don't know when. It used to be, like, like 5, 10 and something. Like, 2000s or something, Exactly. Maybe, yeah. Like, Where giving like, 15 oh, was, like, whoa. Yeah. Whereas now it's, like, if you give 15, you might as well spit on your server. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. No, I know, but... <laughs> I, I give 15 if it's, like, the service was, like, mediocre. Yeah, Like, it adequate. was nothing. It was, yeah. It's, like, you brought me my food. You said hello and you put my plate yeah. down. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. But it's, like, the minimum I the will minimum. give. Unless you, like, actually are terrible at your job then, and you're, like, the In that case, I just, like, I, yeah. Be like, yeah. no. There's... I've never not tipped, but, like, if yeah. it's, like, this is the worst service I've ever had in my life, I'll, I'll maybe give you, like, 10%. Yeah. I just can't. I can't It's not, not it's... in my nature to not tip. Yeah. It's, our, it's part of our culture, culture here. Yeah. So, like, we just... Yeah, we do it, but um, yeah, fifteen no fifteen percent back then would have been like a good chunk, like relatively generous, yeah. I would say. Yeah. All right, so now we're getting into the stuff. Okay, so on around March nineteenth, I think is when like the phases began. But Marshall had reco- recorded his final video and titled it "Doe's Final Exit." Remember, he had dubbed himself Doe and Bonnie was T. Those right. Their names. Yes. I just I didn't include those. Like when you when you read into Heaven's Gate, a lot of like books and everything will they'll do the thing where they refer to cult leaders by their nicknames. I don't like doing that. No. I don't do that. But like every other research system does it, and I don't like it. I don't think it's right. No. It's just a personal choice. I don't know. I think it's like no. No, because they did that to set themselves apart as these like higher beings of like this some yeah, kind of like superior complex. Yeah, I feel like it's like feeding complex. into that. In yeah, a way. thank you. That's how I yeah. feel. So that's why I just don't do it. So it was titled Doe's Final Exit." That was his nickname. I'm not calling him that, but anyways. So what his video did was like just re-explain all of their views and beliefs, why they were doing what they were doing, how they came about, and his final goodbyes, basically. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the next three days, this was like roughly 19 to like the 19th to the 23rd about like in that phase, like no one's entirely certain on like what day they fully started the process. Okay. It's a process. Okay. The, the group began in stages. Um, the groups were split up into phases of 15, 15 and nine people. Okay. 
there was a list of instructions on how and when to do things to achieve like the smoothest possible transition. The members from what would be the following group had like assigned people to assist with the group ahead of them for guidance and assuring things went according to plan as well as cleanup. So what members did was they took a mixture of phenobarbital mixed with their choice of either applesauce or pudding, washed it down with vodka. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's apparently a, a toxic combination. After ingesting the, the mixture, they then secured plastic bags around their heads to induce asphyxiation. After each member had died, a living member from the next group behind them would arrange the body by removing the plastic bag, cleaning up any vomit or mess or anything like that, tidying them up, posing them, laying neatly on their own bed or space where they were assigned to be, with their faces and torsos covered by a square purple cloth. Mm-hmm. Then once the first group had all passed on, the next group would begin the same process with the aid of the group after them. Yeah. Marshall was the third last member to die. He did have a purple cloth over him. Two people remained after him, and these were the only two people that were found with bags still over their heads and not having purple cloths on the top halves. So before the last suicides had taken place, there were these sets of packages that were sent to several Heaven's Gate like affiliates, like either past members or just like people that were like researching them like reporters and stuff like they sent out packages the packages included the the members final videos as well as marshall's final video okay and like a basically a note saying wow yeah okay what happened among the list of recipients was a man named rio d'angelo this package that um rio received happened on the evening of march 25th that's why I was like, it's this is the date that it happened between packages were sent out closer to the end of everything. So it must have been like the 23rd and then the 25th packages arrived. Um, it contained two v- VHS videotapes, one with Doe's final exit and the other was farewell messages from all of the group's people. So it contained a letter stating that, among other things, we have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. That was a direct quote. Okay. So Rio informed his boss um, of the contents of the packages that he had received and asked for a ride from Los Angeles to the Heaven's Gate home, which was in Rancho Santa Fe. I don't know the distance. Anyways, he asked for a ride. He got a ride out there. So Rio had found a back door intentionally left unlocked. Maybe it was like in the note saying, we have a door unlocked. Come on in. Come see if our containers are still here kind of thing. So he went in, he used a video camera to record what he had found. I believe this is the footage. I could be wrong. I think it's Rio's footage that when you search Heaven's Gate and there's usually like a slow pan of like yeah. all of the bodies and you see them all. It's yeah. pretty chilling. Um, yeah. I believe that's his footage. That would make Not sense. an investigator's. But I, I couldn't find any confirmation on who that footage belongs to. But... So he took footage of it, and then after leaving the house, um, 
Rio's boss, who was, like, waiting outside, was just like, I think you need to alert the authorities. Like, you can't just leave them there. Like, that's not right. So the San Diego County Sheriff's Department had received an anonymous tip through 911 at 3.15 p.m. on March 26th. That was, like, the next day after Mm -hmm. he had got his package. Suggesting that they check on the welfare of the residents at the house. So this was days after this that they had revealed that the anonymous caller was Rio. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it. Maybe I did. I don't think I said it. I don't know where that sentence went. But Rio was a former member, in case you were wondering. Uh, that was his involvement okay. in the group. He was a past member. Okay. Had, like, I wasn't left. sure if he was like a reporter or something. No. no yeah. He was, a, he was a past member. I wasn't okay. sure if I included it, but you know, he was a, a past member. There's a new documentary that just came out. I haven't watched it. I think it came out pretty recently. Um, I didn't watch it because I don't have like access to where it streams on. I, I'd have to like pay for a whole other service. And yeah. Money's tight, guys. I'm not buying a new like, whole service. So. I already have like 18 streaming services. Exactly. I don't need another one. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I believe that Rio talks in that documentary. Okay. He wasn't in the one that I watched. This was just, like, articles I had was able to pull from. But mm-hmm. So I think if you want, like, maybe a personal account, I believe he's in that documentary and talks about the situation. So then, found by investigators, like, upon arrival was a playbook with the full, like, suicide steps written out in the phases that I had just talked about. Like, the concoction they'd use, mm-hmm. the groups of when they were going, who was helping who, where everyone was set up. Like, it was, like, an actual organized plan. Yep. Like it a, sounds like, like it. Like a well-organized plan of like how we're going to execute these steps. Mm-hmm. So what they had found was 39 members, 21 women, and 18 men between the ages of 26 and 72. All 39 members were dressed in identical black shirts, sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike Decade um, athletic shoes. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And armband patches reading, Heaven's Gate Away Team. Away Team? Yes. So they okay. they joked that they were the away team from the next level. That was like their joke. Okay. It was like comical to them. Yeah, I'm sure it was. they're going home. When they arrive, the next level is going to see their armbands. No, that's the away team. They're, they made it. Oh, God. I know. It's like. I, yeah. It's like sad. I don't you, even. I don't even know how to respond. Like because you, you almost want to laugh. It sounds hilarious. It sounds outrageous. It's just. It, but it's so tragic. It's, it's tragic. So incredibly sad and upsetting that this many people died for a delusion. Nothing. Yeah. For nothing. For nothing. Each member carried a five dollar bill and three quarters in their pockets, like at all times, even prior to this. This was according to former members. So this was like the standard for members leaving home for jobs and stuff. And then it was noted after the fact that this was a humorous way to tell us all that they had left the planet permanently. The $5 bill was for covering the cost of vagrancy laws, as they said. And quarters were for calling home from payphones. So like they just had a very set amount that they always kept in their pockets. So okay. when, when that was like revealed, former members said, yeah, it's because they're traveling. They have the money in their pocket because they're traveling and if they need pay phones to call home to us, they've got the quarters and stuff. Interesting. Okay. So, I know you want to talk about the shoes. <laughs> Tell me about the shoes. They were on sale. 
That's it. Really? They were on sale. They were just on sale in bulk at like an outlet store and they got a good deal. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it, eh? That's so anticlimactic. So the, the reason <laughs> why they're... me. I know. I'm done. I know. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is like, that's why right before we started recording, I was about to say it's very anticlimactic and you're going to be disappointed, but I didn't want to say it and then have <laughs> you like prepared. So I was like, I'll just wait. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, and the swoosh was like symbolic of like their no. ascent into the next level. And <laughs> no. So people, people speculate. I, I'll go into this because the reason why I'm... I I'm sitting here and I'm going to be certain to say they were just on sale yeah. is because I'm taking the words of former members who were a part of the process of picking out clothes, but didn't follow through and had left prior. Okay. They're the ones that have said, no, they're just on sale. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. there's no extra It's just a good deal, guys. It was just a good deal because they didn't shop frivolously. No, they, they didn't. didn't do anything like that. So it was literally just a good deal. I think something, I read something about them being $14. Or something like that. Like, and it, that's it, really cheap, actually. That's like really cheap. Then, Even for that back then, that's really cheap. I can't find it now. Oh, where is it? Oh, I don't, I don't know where I put it. They were something like $14 then. And that's why they were like, this is so cheap. I'm going to get this. This is perfect for everybody. But now if you want a pair of those, they run at 5,000 for a pair. So it's like ironic that they got them because they were on a yeah. good deal. It what well, it didn't matter. There was no meaning to it. But now because there's meaning to these shoes, they're five thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. People don't actually pay that for these shoes. I don't know because I don't know Haley. Heaven's I'm sure Gate wore them. I don't know. People buy John Wayne Gacy's art for like ten thousand dollars. So oh my gosh, it's it's possible. It's very yeah. possible. Uh, I, of course, anything is possible. Yes, <laughs> it's I understand. <laughs> Yeah. Just like can you imagine though someone's like yo check out my new kicks like they're the heaven's gate yeah paid line paid five g's i'd be like you're fucking pathetic <laughs> yeah. you spent five thousand dollars that's ridiculous don't do that yeah don't like unless that. they're literally gonna like sprout wings and fly unless, you up to the next level i was just gonna say unless they're gonna turn into rockets and <laughs> shoot you up there no no <laughs> you don't need not them. worth it they're just fucking shoes guys <laughs> But obviously, like how you had thought, a lot of people were like, there's some meaning to this or something. Yeah. So what a lot of people have speculated is that, and I haven't heard any, any actual members of the group ever confirm or deny this, but it's said that Heaven's Gate members had a saying, just do it. That echoed Nike's slogan, but here's my <laughs> here's my standpoint: is that information comes from Wikipedia, so I think that's just people coming to their own conclusions and being like, "This makes for a good story." Mm, that like this was something that they said because it's but like, it's but been, it's not really. Like, I, I never, unless maybe I just missed this whole section of everybody's accounts where they all agreed that they all had the saying. Like, oh just yeah, doing, yeah, the motto, yeah. just do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember this, so maybe I'm the crazy one. I don't know, but. That wasn't their saying, but okay. <laughs> but people speculate that how the group pronounced it was just do it, like Marshall's nickname. Uh, so there's speculation. Like it's there. It makes for a juicy story. It really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. But but it's one of those things where it's like it all very well could just be that like like you said they were just on sale and there was no saying and it was just yeah people are trying to find meaning where there is none. Yeah. Because 
I would understand, like, <laughs> in a way, if people were like, it all has to mean something. Yeah. They have to have, like, thought about it. Whereas in reality, no, sometimes they just didn't. And you know what? Maybe they got them on sale and then made jokes after. That's possible. Yeah, yeah it's true. Could be a combination. Where it's like you the get two. them and then you're like, oh, haha, that's funny. Get it? Because we're about to just fucking do it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. But that's why I was like, I partially, I was kind of happy to keep that from you and have it be like the most disappointing news ever. <laughs> that it was just a just good, on sale. It was just a good coupon. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Is so. it buy one, get one? And they're like, well, there's 39 Might of us. Well. So. Might as well. Um, not much to cover after that. Like there, there was unfortunately some quote unquote, like copycat suicides that followed it from really? either. Yeah. I think it was like roughly about three or four, um, three former members had either died successfully by suicide or attempted suicide in like the coming months after. Wow. At the news of hearing, like. Oh, wow. they had done it. I think I have to join. Like they, they've ascended. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 That is really sad. Yeah. That's really, really fucking unfortunate. But yeah. So that's Heaven's Gate. That's Heaven's Gate. That's that's as much as I can give you on Heaven's Gate. There's probably more. There's probably more I'm missing, but. No, I mean, that was pretty extensive. I hope so. It's, uh. Especially considering how tired I was when we went into this, but <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Do you want to go buy some new shoes? Only if they're on sale. Okay. Yeah. I only buy stuff on sale anyways. I, I was going to say, me too. I, I do understand that. If that was one of their like doctrines, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I fully support. Yeah. I never buy anything regular price. No, of course not. <laughs> Especially not like expensive running shoes. <laughs> Snickers. No. 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 But <laughs> we see them for like a thousand dollars. They're on sale. They're on sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So that's that. I don't know. I've got nothing else to say. It's interesting to me it, just in terms of like the how much people talk about heaven's gate especially in like obviously the podcast community there's so many podcasts oh, so that have done heaven's gate um and then like every time i hear it i'm like it's it's like 39 people yeah it always seems like it's like in my head i always think that it's more people and not that that's not a lot it's yeah. still a lot of course but and again like um what i said in the first part was how long they went around for and just sort of time like it was like almost 20 years yeah like Like i I always feel like it's shorter and it's but it's like more people or i don't know but it's it's just i don't know cults are fascinating yeah i don't know and it's just it's i i struggle with this one because like like i said i there's like a lot of debate around Marshall's competency basically like Mm -hmm. whether or not he like should have been in any kind of a position of power because he what appears to a lot of people was struggling with either like something that wasn't diagnosed a lot of people claim it's paranoid schizophrenia a lot of people claim it's something else like Mm -hmm. there's speculation on the status of his health but then other people will say no he was fully competent and fully aware he was just evil and wanted to do this so it's like Mm -hmm. But then when I read it, I get torn because I'm like, I don't, 
I don't actually necessarily believe the evil aspect that he was just like a bad guy. Cause again, when I think about like Nexium or even like Jim Jones, really, where it's like, yeah, you can feel the evil. Like, I agree. I, I think I of do... like Keith Raniere where I'm like, no, that was evil. Yeah, I do agree. And I feel like, um, if it was an evil sort of like just sense of, I need to control these people. I want people to do what I say. And I yeah. want that validation. I don't believe it would have gone on for this long. Yeah. Uh, or that long. Sorry. I don't, I think it would have been because for like the length of time, mm -hmm. he must have at least in the end believed everything he was saying. I mean, he himself How else, went. And he, and he went himself. That's what I mean. Like there is a world where he was manipulating everyone. And then at the end, he's like, haha, JK, I'm not going to kill myself, but yeah. all of you are dead. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. I feel there's a part of me that just feels like he really believed what he was doing. Well, and I, I, I think there, so there's an individual in the one documentary I watched. I, I believe I said his name in the first episode. I just want to make sure I did. Um, Frank Lyford. Yeah. Frank Lyford. I just want to get his last name right, but he talks about it a lot. And he's, he is the one that talks about how he still, even to this day, believes that Marshall believed everything. Yeah. He said, I mm -hmm. still even sometimes do view Marshall as this superior being, not because I was, like, told to believe it, but, like, we felt it. Like, we all felt it. Like, mm -hmm. everyone talks about how they had this shared, like, he is what he says he is. Yeah. Like, it was very believable for all of them. So I just, that's why I'm like, okay, I think he just, he truly did believe it. It was an unfortunate delusion that affected a lot of people yeah yeah absolutely in very permanent ways and yeah i think there's yeah i think there's little evidence to in my mind of the sort of evil argument i think if he was truly evil he honestly to say it would have done a lot worse yeah like, like aside, not that it's not all not that horrible. it's not bad of course it's bad like isolating people from their families taking them away like all this stuff They're the, all the castration steps. Yeah. is brutal um but, like, I just think there would have been more harm done in those years to those people yeah. leading up until the suicide, which, again, is the ultimate, obviously, like, worst thing you could do is convince someone to just kill themselves. But yeah. he didn't kill them by his yeah. own hand. And, yeah. again, there isn't – I don't know if there's other things, like you said, in other research and things about, like, they, they were told to – basically deny all of their sexual urges like mm -hmm. there's cults where people are sexually assaulted and like that's part of their that's doctrine of you, you know you what i mean where it's like to, to me that's evil that's, that's what i mean you know so it's just there's certain things um yeah. again not that it was right it was completely wrong in every way but there's just something about it i think just how many things we've talked about on this podcast and how many yeah. people he doesn't seem to me like there was like he was the spawn of Satan and his one goal was to just exactly. spread evil on earth. Yeah. It to me seems like someone who was having a very, very a strong delusion for, for a, a very long, long time. Because well, he wouldn't have ever received any help. No. Of course. And and delusions can can in fact go on for that long if they're untreated. Like if you are not getting the help you need. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, it it's it's such a tricky thing too, especially and then it like it hurts when you watch any kind of a documentary where family's involved because like the the one mother of one of the like members of the group, she goes on to 
feel the opposite of how we feel, which oh, rightfully so. Naturally, of naturally, course. And that's the thing. If this was like, one of my family members, I'd be like, he's evil. a fucking Satan. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll bring him back just to kill him again. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. So, and she goes on and there's like this quote she says where it like, it hits where she says it was 38 murders and one suicide. That's yeah. how she views yeah. it. And oh, it's, absolutely. And I, I yeah. it, it does feel that way too. Like I, I'm torn where I'm like, yeah, you know what? There is this like evilness to it because it is evil like it's sinister it's dark it's again especially if you're like you have any sort of um like religious background or ties like you would see this as like satan on earth luring yes your family to commit away from god you know what i mean and and, yeah to commit the ultimate sin yeah absolutely you would see this as evil of course and i'm not yeah i'm not saying even like that it's no one can say for certain they're gone it's just again in comparison to some of the other things that we've discussed it feels like much more in that gray area for me i think um but we'll we we never we never will know really yeah no i don't know i don't know man so that's that that's that that's heaven's gate yeah that's that's heaven's gate I don't, I don't well done, Becky. You. you covered that really well. Thank you. I, ho- I hope so. so. No, like that was a good... You oh, you, you covered everything, okay. in my opinion. Hope I didn't miss anything. I feel like there's always like one thing where like tomorrow I'm going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll get to that one. <laughs> we'll ah, get well. to that. We'll discuss yeah. that with you guys online. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus I am still going to do the like the cults episode that mm-hmm. we've been talking about. That's coming up and whenever yep. we, we get to that one. Um, I'm sure there will be like tidbits I sprinkle in there that are related to Heaven's Gate, but at oh, least sure. you'll be like, oh, I've got the, I've got the knowledge now. It's one of those ones that's held up there as like one of the, the examples of, of a cult, of right? A cult, yeah. It's Jonestown, it's Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Um, Branch Davidians, like Nexium. There's Nexium, a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's, I can't, I'm blanking on a couple of the other ones that I was thinking about. Also, I mean like. Oh, I've got a book right here. Let me just read out a few. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole book. We'll cover all of them. I got them all. But yeah, I, I plan to cover all of the ones I can think of. Yeah, of course. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll get there when we'll get there. We got time. Yeah. Remember we said we're doing this for like at least a million episodes? Didn't we say that once? <laughs> <laughs> That's too many. We're on our way. If we ever make it to a million episodes, we're done. That's the day I'm quitting, just so you know. Becky, it's like impossible. I know, I know. That's why I'm saying right now, if it ever gets to that point, I'm quitting. That's my resignation. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm tired just thinking about it. We also can quit before that. We don't have to get to a million. We don't have to. But also, like, if if there's enough crime in the world that we're able to do a million episodes, enough with the fucking crime, y'all. Enough. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. I don't want to do no kidding. All right. Well. Okay. Let's wrap this shit up and. So on the note of, you know, cults and stuff, we want you to sign up and be super cool and join our cult. We won't make you do anything extreme. You can keep your balls. It's all good. Just sign up. Join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed. And if you ever want to chat and connect with us or let us know about a nice like Nike sale, you can send us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com. Or you can also DM us those sales and comment on our posts on Instagram at how to not get killed. And you can follow us on Twitter at H2NGK. And you can also check out our website and shop our merch sales mm-hmm. you do at <laughs> com. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. Keep it sleazy. Just do it. Just freaking, just do it, bros. <laughs> <laughs> don't actually, that's, I'm not going to, that's not what I'm doing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's okay, bad. Bye.